is the 77 WABC minicast. And it is Lou Dobbs. It is Sunday, and it is great to have you with us here on 77 WABC. We've got a lot to talk about uh, and a great deal to ruminate over. So we're going to have a very thoughtful hour of radio talk here because so much of it is so complicated that, frankly, folks, uh, it's hard to uh, button everything down into quick talking points uh, ideologically or uh, politically uh, partisan uh, because really all the parties have become something of a a litmus test for one another. They don't really have an agenda as per se. Uh, You know, the good old days when it was America first and make America great again, well, it's still that way on the campaign trail, but far from it in Washington, D.C. And I don't know how you would, and I would love to ask you to give us your thoughts about this. What would you say the the motto is, the slogan is for the Biden regime? Uh, could you distill it? Because I've been sitting here talking about it and thinking about it over the over the weekend, and I really am having a lot of trouble. I mean, I can, I can do it in a sort of snarky and sarcastic way, but not in, in, a, in a really meaningful way as to what they're actually doing, what their intentions are, what their objectives are, and what they've actually accomplished over just under three years. Uh, certainly most of it is devastating to the national interest and to our national security and to the, to the welfare of the American people. But, uh, but as a view about what is politically, uh, intelligently, uh, cerebrally, uh, the point of it all for Joe Biden and his, uh, well, and his court uh, in the Biden regime, I I can't quite figure it out. Uh, And I notice that no one else in media seems to be talking about it either. So we're going to be the first. We're going to get to this. What do you think uh, the Biden regime slogan should be for 2024, the campaign? Because it looks like now... He actually is going to be the guy, maybe not the big guy, but the guy uh, on the ticket, uh, because it's frankly, it's too late to change um, (laughs) the the candidates on on a lot of primaries. So uh, the Democrat Party, if indeed they do really want to get rid of him, as has been reported by all of the uh, I would guess the political like uh, political uh, news uh, coverage. You you would think that there'd be some some urgency to it all, but apparently not. And it's hard to figure out what the donor class wants. I, it, not so much with the Republicans, though, folks. You know, the Republicans are actually very good at being transparent. Uh, not, I don't believe it's out of any uh, internal imperative that they be transparent. But they keep going through list after list quite publicly. For example, last week, the the the, uh, the wonderful candidate, uh, Governor DeSantis of Florida, uh, and Nikki Haley, uh, amongst others. But taking those two for right now, suddenly we are looking at the Charles Koch political network endorsing Nikki Haley. And Jamie Dimon thinks Nikki Haley is just a boffo candidate. Now, it wasn't but uh, perhaps 45 days ago that they also thought that Governor DeSantis was a terrific candidate. I'm only shocked and surprised that they they didn't think the same thing of Asa Hutchinson, who is the, you talk about any one person who absolutely craved 
a charisma transplant. It was him. Uh, he fortunately now has subsided. He has uh, mo- removed himself from the stage, and we're left with a, a number of wannabes, but none that are truly a threat to the presumptive nominee of the Republican Party, and that is, of course, Donald Trump. And there is a problem for the uh, for the Democrats, though. Even though you can really identify who the Republican candidates are, you understand who President Biden is and what the likelihood is of him uh, being the nominee. But it's almost impossible to figure out what the slogan of the Biden administration should be. Uh, what issue do they do best at? For example, uh, how have they done with the Israel-Hamas war. I don't think they want a slogan built around the response of this administration to that. I think that would be a very bad idea for them in terms of turning out the vote. They also have a huge split now in the Democrat coalition because it turns out, and I think this has confounded a lot of Jewish voters in this country, they have just found out who the left-wing Marxist Dems really are. And I think there had been sort of a benign acceptance uh, on the part of uh, most Jewish voters that, yes, they're radical, and yes, they don't mean it. Uh, And we've been with them a long time, and inertia is a great thing, so let's just keep voting for these these candidates from the left, uh, no matter how dangerous they seem. The danger, I don't think, has ever been more uh, clearly identified and manifested than right now when I think millions of Jewish voters in this country have to understand who the AOC, uh, Ilhan Omar branch of the Democrat Party is. They are anti-Semitic. They are anti-Israel. And by the way, the Biden administration has a lot of explaining to do because in the midst of the the massacre of October 7th, Uh, despite moving, ordering two carrier strike forces into the eastern Mediterranean, doing all that they should have done, here is Joe Biden talking about a two-state solution. Now, I find that incredible. And I'm not going to ask, you know, your political or religious beliefs uh, to inform uh, this audience uh, about that perspective, but I would like to get your views, uh, frankly, uh, about how surprised you were if you're Jewish, about it, how surprised you weren't if you are uh, some other part of that Democrat coalition, because I think it came as a real surprise. Now, the national the national corporate media doesn't care because they're just doing what they're told by their corporate masters. And much is the same, I think, of the, uh, of the Biden administration when it comes down to to the department and the agency that's being run by the Marxist Dems, which is all of them, frankly. But the most important being, in terms of national security, of course, our military, our intelligence community, and the Justice Department, and of course, Department of Homeland Security. So when we look at what is happening here, it is very difficult to identify a, a, an ideology that explains either the slogan or a slogan that defines the ideology in this administration, because everything is out of whack. I mean, the Biden world is in a full tilt in point of fact. And, I am, and I'm pretty sure everybody listening to my voice right this moment knows what I'm saying. Uh, it turns out the Bidens can't help themselves. 
they really are out of control. And I say the Bidens, because I'm referring to the entire Biden family, which now uh, is implicated uh, in the congressional investigations. And there is no getting away from it, even though the, the Biden family uh, is resisting with everything it has. And we find out now that not only is the Biden family, the president himself, fighting, stonewalling, blocking, obstructing the congressional investigations, but we know that the FBI is also doing so. Uh, the Secret Service is in full protective mode of the president. And I'm not talking about against uh, physical harm. Uh, they won't turn over visit. They won't turn over visitor logs. Uh, they don't want to talk about where the cocaine came from or where it went, or how it is that there was never a suspect. But suddenly the case is back open, and now you see pictures in, <laughs> in the uh, uh, in paper after paper uh, and website after website of this little little bag of cocaine sitting and nestled in a, a White House locker. Uh, it's, it's extraordinary. And meanwhile, we find out that Hunter Biden is being supported by uh, Democrat donors, uh, the donors to the Biden campaign in 2020, uh, the donors that apparently wanted something. Uh, and apparently they've gotten it because Hunter Biden, despite not working, uh, is living the high life 